In episode 47, I sit down with the talented Laura Tweel. Laura is an interior architect by training and graphic designer, and she owns a boutique cream puff shop in San Francisco and soon in Oakland. She serves her incredibly artistic designed creations to every major company in Silicon Valley. Laura and I met on the street in San Francisco on Hanukkah, so I hope you enjoy our story of how we met and what came of our experience together. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. This podcast is presented by Rabbi Parrots Munchkins, Welcome to the Rabbi Parrots Podcast. I'm sitting here with my good friend, Laura Twil. Welcome. Hi. And Hi, it's Laura. Hanukkah, so happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. To you all there and to Laura. <laughs> I The reason I'm talking to Laura is not just because she's in town from San Francisco visiting us and spending some Hanukkah time with us, but it's because our journey began on Hanukkah in 2012. Yeah. I was lighting the menorah in Ghirardelli Square. Mm -hmm. And we always had one night that was an official community night, and lots of people would come out. And then every night, we'd just do a smaller lighting with whoever's in the square, sort of just create some joy. And I was on this flow of doing a lighting, like an outdoor mm -hmm. public lighting, and then doing a party at night. And so as I'm doing the public lighting, and Ghirardelli Square is a little just, you know, holiday festive. And I'm actually there with my dad. <laughs> and walking by the menorah, I see somebody taking pictures. And I tell my dad, that's a Jewish girl. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, totally. My radar is all on. He goes, so, so you know, are you going to go say hi? I was like, of course, you know. So I walk up and I said, hello, Jewish lady. Yeah. Wonderful to meet you. Mm -hmm. And you said, how did you know I'm Jewish? Yeah, I just said that. And he's like, well, yeah, what, what makes you think I'm Jewish? <laughs> and I said, well, I know now, you know, like I knew now. It was, uh, I yeah. guess you could have said it was uh, intuitively – 90 10 but really it was just 50 50. yeah but it was actually <laughs> funny that i was walking by that specific way because technically on my map i was supposed to walk like on the outside of the park and it was just like oh you know what let me walk that way instead and yeah it was a miracle yeah and you were visiting uh from uh i guess you were living in paris at the yeah. time mm -hmm. and so you were just sort of exploring california yeah like california and the in the u.s and uh and yeah, I was just having some time for myself, you know, I, I just needed to uh, to take a deep like breath and like understanding what my whole life was about. <laughs> so I took a two month trip and it was like for like one week in San Francisco and it happened to be the, the week of Hanukkah. Basically. Right. And I'm out there. I'm looking to meet new people. <laughs> exactly. So I'm in my extroverted uh, full self, mm -hmm. you know, and there you were. And uh, all I said was, hey, would you like to come to a party tonight? Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think I remember you looking to see if I had a ring on or something it like was, that. No, it's like, so for me, so like, okay, so from my background, um, I was not really, I had a really particular experience with the Jewish community. Mm. I think my closest experience with the Jewish community was Jewish summer camp. But other than that, it was like not i was not really part of like anything so, so somebody walking up on the street to you and yeah. saying are you jewish yeah, you want to come to a hanukkah party you know, i mean you look pretty orthodox <laughs> so <laughs> even with the patagonia yeah no. mm -hmm. okay <laughs> so i was i was pretty surprised i was like wow 
because uh, usually like, the Paris community, it's it's a little bit more. Everybody knows each other, so when there's a new person coming, they're not necessarily gonna, you know, talk to you. you right. Know, so I want to like, ask you about that in a minute. Yeah. Um. So we. So you did. You came that night to yeah, this party I, that we were hosting I at did. a friend's house. I remember asking you like, what outfit should I wear? Because I think I was expecting maybe like a. <laughs> Like Orthodox Jew party. I was a little scared, so I remember asking you like what outfit I was supposed to wear. And then yeah, I arrived at this like house party which and super casual with like donuts and and I was like, Oh wow, that's that's cool. And, and everybody everyone was, was your age? Yeah, and everybody was super friendly and, and the fun fact about it also is that the neighborhood where I was it's actually the neighborhood where I have my bakery now. So wow. it's kind of like. <laughs> it's all covered together. So, yeah. well, what happened was then I said, come again tomorrow night. We're yeah. having another party. And it was, it was like a, a different party. And I remember. A different crowd. A, a different crowd. But I remember like right away, I felt like so like a included in this community. And it, it was just like, to me, it was just like amazing. It was like one night is actually better than the, like when, like the, the next night is always better than the it's previous night which i guess is like the whole point of like hanukkah and i was like wow this is this is amazing i'm i'm meeting like more people in just those like 3 days than in like 8 years living in paris this yeah, is yeah that and you got the first message of hanukkah <laughs> i think the most important one right away which is that every night we add light you yeah, have to add more and exactly. that's how it was with those parties it was like it was better and better and better yeah and it was more people every time and then more like more stuff going on and and more like a menorah like lighting like it was like more and more. It was well, great. you got swept up in this beautiful energy and this uh, incredible, you know, day to day of Hanukkah that right after Hanukkah, you send me a message like, thank you for everything. I'm moving. Yeah. So I'm uh, coming to San Francisco. And I got really nervous. I was like, what? You know? Yeah. No, I think I was just I think I was just at this time in my life where I was just ready for something to happen. And I was just really my eyes were like open to any like opportunity and it's just that feeling that I had of like feeling like part of something and it's something I've been waiting for a really long time like being part of that type of like Jewish community it was so strong that I just felt like home and and after that so I continued my my trip around the U.S. I ended up uh, it's funny my, my the last part of my trip was in LA actually and and I I just realized I was like I need to move back to San Francisco this is my home and and yeah that's that's why it's a little bit of a miracle <laughs> because if I hadn't like crossed path at that specific moment uh, with uh, parrots, uh, this would not <laughs> be my story today. So well, talk about your story. You know, you coming to our Hanukkah events and us having you and having a great time. That was like our collective story. But you really took ownership mm -hmm. of the story. My Hanukkah parallel is Hanukkah is the last Jewish holiday, so a lot of its messages relate to the way Jewish people are as they juxtapose their lives with the modern world. Because Hanukkah essentially is how the Jews dealt with the fact that the modern superpower at the time, Rome, was not only controlling their land and, uh, and their physicality, but they were starting to control their spirituality, how they worship, how they study, how they connect to their rituals. That was really the hardship. And I think today we don't have, obviously, it's not coming down as in a Roman capacity, at least not in America. But we certainly feel that pressure of figuring out how to be Jewish in the modern world and how to bring those two together. So a lot of the messages of how to do that come from Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. So maybe just subliminally the way you were experiencing Hanukkah with light and outdoor menorah lightings and house parties and 
and all that community. And it's, it, it certainly made San Francisco seem like the most vibrant Jewish community of all time <laughs> that you were like, that's it, I'm in. So I'm curious, like, what was missing in your Jewish community in where you were from? You were from Nice, right? So, and, uh, and lived in Paris, like, and that you found and you just knew this was something you wanted to be a part of. So I'm so I come from uh, from Nice in terms of my Jewish education. Like I was pretty much like left with, OK, you're Jewish bring home a Jewish husband, <laughs> that's all. That was, that, that was it. And eventually, yeah, during the summer, uh, I will be sent to Jewish summer camp, but those Jewish summer camp was always with the Parisian people, never the people from Nice. So I didn't really have, like, that like that community or, or anything. Um, and so, and then when I moved to Paris, like, the community, the Jewish community in Paris most of the most of the 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 kid there they grow they grow up together uh the parents know each other so everybody so knows there's a click yeah it's like everybody knows each other so when you come from when you come from nice it's it's already complicated not just from like a jewish perspective so when you come from nice it's already complicated and and it's just like it's not that um they like the jewish community doesn't want you it's more like they already have so many friends they already have a community they don't really need they don't really need you and in San Francisco it's literally the opposite because nobody it was in the community was from San Francisco so people are actually super open to Connecting. need to connect and meet new people and the thing is I, I have I had so much to to give at that time I just needed someone to receive it because when I'm part of a community I just give it all like I need to have a special a special like place and actually do stuff well yeah so you decide you're moving to san francisco you tell me that and i'm like what are you going to do here <laughs> and you immediately respond with i'm going to do uh, a, a super interesting french pastry shop so okay so it originally it was not it was not the goal the only thing i knew i didn't know yet what, what i was going to do the only thing i knew is that i, w I wanted to move to san francisco mm. whatever it was going to take so originally, because I have a background in like architecture and design, so originally yeah, you I was have, you have incredible talents, graphic <laughs> design or actual being an architect, and so and, yeah, uh, so yeah, so I was looking for a job, but nobody would like respond to me because you know the whole visa situation, and I took it as a as a you know it was a sign. It was like okay, maybe I need to change like direction, I need to change path, and at that time your <laughs> kitchen became my experimental kitchen where I would like bake all the time for your kids and you know yeah, we weren't <laughs> complaining yeah and it was really fun and I was just uh it, it made me so happy and I was like you know what maybe I should actually quit like architecture and design for a little bit and instead I should open a bakery so I literally took the decision in just one day I called my mom and I was like mom I'm just I'm gonna open a cream puff bakery that's what I'm doing and so, and yeah, and one year later, we uh, opened. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> it was mind-blowing because it was like, I thought, you know, you were looking for a job at an architecture firm or maybe like, you know, Silicon Valley, you'll use your graphic design skills to maybe parlay that into a tech <laughs> job. And you're like, no, I'm going to open a cream puff shop. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, fast forward a few years later, it's, it's uh, as you get ready to expand and yeah. grow and have done so many incredible things with your company called Shu, uh, which means cream puff. Yeah, it means it means cream puff in and French. And it's this artisan delicacy. It's absolutely stunning. But I have to say, this would have never happened in France. I would have never opened a, a, a bakery in France because it was also 
the energy uh, that I got from that new community that I met uh, in San Francisco, this new Jewish community, everybody was so supportive of this. This is also what brought me like the strength to be like, okay, I'm actually <laughs> opening a bakery even though I don't have any background in food industry. Uh, so it's not just I open a bakery, but it's like I open a bakery in San Francisco with the support of all the <laughs> Jewish community there. It was it's pretty ama amazing. Your place is beautiful. You put out a beautiful product. Um, as the years went on and you started integrating through this, how has your view of what community is and the role it plays? Like you essentially knew you were looking for this type of group, mm -hmm. community, yeah. acceptance as a Jewish woman. You weren't finding it back home for variable of reasons. And here you are finding it in San Francisco. What has changed for you as a person since since all this went down and all these years have gone by that you really transformed yourself? Like what 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 would you really encapsulate that experience like? What what's it like having a community and what has changed for you? Well, one thing like, that I realized mostly, for a long time I thought I wanted to be part of a community, like part of a group, but it was not only being part of a group, it was actually more building the community because uh, uh, it's, it's, um, that's, that's what I, I needed, really. It was not, again, it was to have a role. So my role, I guess, in that community was the pastry chef of the community or we will organize like baking classes, like ladies' nights. And so I came to realize that I um, I have a role. Um, I, I need to be active in a community more than just being part of it. And this, uh, we, like, I, I took, I feel like I took, uh, I, I started becoming more comfortable even, like, in we started hosting, we hosted, like, a Hanukkah party in my studio. We hosted that massive, like, Shab Shabbat dinner at my at my studio with, like, <laughs> 26 people, even though it was really small. So I just started taking more, like, ownership and feeling proud in, in opening my my house, so like, a Jewish house. In your life. <laughs> and, and, and so I think that's what changed. It's this idea of, if you really want something, if you want to be part of something, then you have to make it happen for yourself, which is also what I did when I opened my bakery. I was like, okay, I want to move to the U.S. I want to be there. I need to make it happen for myself. So that's like taking ownership. I think that's what really like changed because before I felt like maybe I was not capable of that. You know, I was not <laughs> a good Jew in enough or like I was not, yeah, not Jewish enough. I don't know. I feel like I, I, I became more confident <laughs> that's amazing i'm i'm uh i'm always in awe of your journey because it's just i'll never forget it just starting <laughs> from just bumping into you uh, at a menorah lighting in garadelli square and then here you are you outlasted us yeah. where you know we don't li we're living down south now and here you are yeah expanding your exactly. operation in uh in the bay area and growing your business and still flourishing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's an incredible story and it shows you know, the power of ju just dreaming and mm -hmm. determination and putting your talents to good use. And I think uh, I'm always humbled by how much of my teachings you took into <laughs> full effect. You know, Talking about using your talents as indicators, you always went with that message so deeply. So I, I've always really appreciated the hard work and the relationship and watching you be successful because I was so nervous. I was yeah. like, she's got to make I it. Rem you know? Yeah, I remember, I remember when I first told you like I was going to open the bakery, you were like, 
I are you are you sure? Because I think maybe you felt like a little bit responsible because you're like, okay, this girl moved all the way from Paris to be there because she liked this community. Like it's it's a big it's a big thing. I'm not I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't my my community <laughs> in 2012 was still you know just yeah. finding itself. So yeah. I was like, I'm so happy that it's inspiring <laughs> such connection. But yeah, if I felt like. Uh, that won't look good if this doesn't work. So I <laughs> got to do everything I can to to facilitate. And to be honest, you didn't need me that much. You were you're a rock star. <laughs> but no, I just knew. I was like, yeah, I know. That's that's my place. I know where I need to be. And I'm, this is kind of who I am. Also, I, when I have an idea, it's like I just go for it like right away. I don't need to wait. I I just know. Mm. <laughs> the same way you knew I was like Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, <laughs> to each their own. So tell me, what was Hanukkah for you uh, growing up? And what is Hanukkah for you since you've moved to the Bay Area and been part of this community? Like spiritually and ritually, what's what's the difference? I think it's uh, the current holiday, and there's so many themes and depth to this holiday. So what was it like for you growing up, and what's it like for you now? So as a kid, I guess it was really the first night of uh, Hanukkah that we'll like, celebrate and, you know— We'll get gifts and stuff. And then the other days, we'll just try to not forget to light the menorah, I remember. And some nights we'll, like, forget. And then we'll kind of, like, go back to our occupation. Like, <laughs> you know, right. like so it was not really a party. And mm -hmm. I think the whole the whole meaning of Hanukkah just really totally makes sense. It, it totally made sense when I, uh, when I did my – I think my first real Hanukkah was with you – because it was like, okay, every night we're partying in a different house. And every night it's going to be like a new adventure, like a new story. It's going to be uh, even better. So now it's it's not like, it's almost like the, the first night, it's not it's not really like that the most important one anymore. It's more like it's the whole, like, like the whole, like the whole week with like all those, like uh, all this party. And I love this idea of like, um, either hosting or going to someone someone's place. Um, it's just there is there is something about it where it's just like the the party never stops. We like you keep sharing this like good energy. So for me now, Hanukkah is like is more it's more about that than it, when I guess when I was a kid it it didn't I didn't exactly understand the meaning of it. Mm. Um, but now I, I I totally see it. It's like okay, let's make this night like like better than the previous one let's, <laughs> let's yeah it's it's incredible it's an eight-day practice of just trying to add more light and more energy and more joy each and every night yeah so i i was in an elevator in san francisco once and i wished happy hanukkah to uh to this guy and he's like you still believe in that stuff you know <laughs> and i said uh well i believe in the results you know <laughs> like the the significance of hanukkah has always elevated to me because of stories like yours of watching the magic of the holiday affect people and inspire them and having that type of celebratory space. I'm not sure what the holiday is like for each person. They're all different, you know, people as family. and uh, But I know that turning holidays into community just has a much wider reach effect where you're able to reach out so many people. And the Chabad Rebbe said we should put menorahs out on the street Mm -hmm. because the whole uh, message of Hanukkah is bringing light to the world. And during the darkest nights in the winter months 
and uh, and it's cold. Bring out light, stand out there, bring people joy because there's so many people during the holidays that can feel like they're searching and lost. Be let them look up and see a menorah. Let them let them see some light, and uh, and feel warmth. And it just it just so happens that seeing that in live time with yourself and it happening on Hanukkah to me isn't a coincidence. It's what the holiday was for and what the message of it is really about. Why we put menorahs by our windows and by our doorposts doorposts and do it outdoors is all about the same thing all about sharing this warmth and this connection and i'll forever be grateful for getting to experience that with you and your journey and i always link it to hanukkah yeah well you always bring the light <laughs> and the cream puffs <laughs> cream puffs. and brought so much beauty to our <laughs> life and our community and we're forever thankful for that hanukkah seminal you know moment of yeah. just connecting and growing and unleashing the power of positivity and growth as it relates to the holiday and yourself and you constantly a giver and as you said earlier you really do invest yourself in the community to give in any capacity and you have a great attitude yeah i, I do like for me i just i just came to realize that that's that's who i am I, I i need to i need to give to feel like fulfilled and i just uh not just give but to also give to the person who is uh who's going to be capable to like receive it and to see it to be like oh okay you, i guess you just need <laughs> some type of platform to express something and this is what you did with uh with uh with miriam you just like open your house and be like okay this is our this is our kitchen this is our house <laughs> just like yeah if you want to make cream puff or a tart or a cake or whatever whatever you want to experiment we're here we're like actually happy with anything you want to you want to make this is your this is um you know this is you're, you're an artist this is your <laughs> canvas. yeah i mean i think it takes you know community to realize like how much you have i think in your house when you grow up with your family you have great love and acceptance but to realize that your talents really do add value to other people's mm -hmm. lives and to the world it takes going out there and yeah. doing it and the more you do it the more it inspires you to do more exactly. once again the menorah message of <laughs> you keep adding it keeps showing mm -hmm. that there's more potential so i i think you did you did you did that very well and we tried to facilitate but you know obviously in the time we were doing it we were never thinking about you know what was going to happen i was like yeah. oh, she's here now <laughs> she needs this jewish community now we're happy to have her but uh, we took the desserts as they came. <laughs> but then you went pro, and you built an incredible shop and an incredible brand. And I encourage people to check her out on Instagram, <laughs> ShuSF. Yeah, ShuSF. C H O U X. And we are SF. opening a second location in Oakland in 2020. Looking forward to it. Yeah, 2020 vision, man. Yeah, exactly. Just making it work. Hopefully, uh, at some point, one in LA also. <laughs> ah, don't, don't. Uh, don't get me too excited. <laughs> well, I thank you for being on and sharing some of the story. It's one of my favorite stories of all the years of, of doing course. what we're doing. That that something so, quote, moment, uh, such a small <laughs> moment on the street turned into uh, a beautiful, um, forward-thinking, lifelong relationship. <laughs> so wishing you great success in your continued journey oh, and you. in your and in your business and in your talents. And continue adding community and value everywhere around you. Well, thanks to you also, because none of this would have happened, you know. I just needed like a little push, <laughs> just a, a little something to make it all happen. So, yeah, I will be always like grateful and and super thankful that I met you that night. So, 
Yeah, the second the second night of Hanukkah will always be the special one for me. Amazing, amazing. And today's day two, so it's a perfect <laughs> alignment. Totally. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And we look forward to being in touch. Yamin Smoho, Tifro, 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 Tifro,